the shot is really brief that you when you see Judd's body, right? Which is because instead of using the actor, they used a sculpture of Fred Gwynn's head. Oh, did they? Okay. And if I were Fred Gwynn, I would want to keep that. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Hey, peeps. This is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, and raise our spoilery spoilers from the dead. I'm Tara. Hello, I'm Matt. After tragedy strikes... A grieving father discovers an ancient burial ground behind his home with the power to raise the dead. 1989. I, I, that's that's your summary, but the description of the tagline is just so much better. And should I say it? Uh, I'll say, say it, it. As, 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 as Judd Crandall would say it. Sometimes yes. dead is better. <laughs> 1989. <laughs> so good. I, I'll, I'll do Judd Crandall for you if you want the whole time. 1989. Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. This is one of my favorites. Uh, this is my favorite Stephen King book, and this is one of my favorite scary movies. Uh, it's a good uh, scary movie. So, so yeah. before we jump in, we should acknowledge um, what time of year this is Ooh. for our listeners, because it is not right now for us, because we are yeah. recording a little bit early. But it is spooky time. I love spooky so happy time. almost Halloween, everybody. <laughs> it's coming very soon. I love me some spooky time. I'm so excited for Halloween this year. Like Every my year. girlfriends are talking about, should we dress up and do like drag Halloween Ooh, costumes? You should. So we're like trying to figure out what, who can, we want to be. Like drag can, who? Who am you, I going to be? You can be like that um, in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween too. When one of her friends dresses up, she said, who are you supposed to be? She's I'm a dude dressed as a chick. Who's dressed as a dude? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, so I want to be, and and I, his name is escaping me at the moment, but I want to be the main bad vampire in um in Lost Boys. Oh, um, Kiefer Sutherland's character? Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's character with the um, like with the like spiky oh, yeah. blonde hair. By the way, why and the not... like awesome clothes? He was why, so why awesome. Have, in why that. have we not done that movie? By the way. I don't know. We need to. That movie's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we're thinking so much about the lesser known movies that we forget some of the best ones that we oh, like. Lost everybody Boys knows is, and loves. Is, is wonderful. Uh, yeah. For another day, though. Today. I, I, another yeah. day. I love me some Pet Cemetery. Um, Pet Cemetery. So 1989 Pet Cemetery. Um, mm-hmm. I guess just. Yeah, the can, original. We can just say quickly. Um, there is a sequel. It, it's a weird movie because it's like it's not good. It's it, it's it's not. But I, but I watch. I've seen it like ten times. I don't know. I don't know how to explain well, why I watch it all the time. I just do. And we're gonna we're gonna do the sequel next for right. our Halloween series. So I don't want to say the first two I don't cemeteries. Say, I don't want to say too much. I'll say it's not great, but I've seen it like ten times. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about it. And then they... I've never seen the second one, so I'm excited to oh, watch it for the rest of our okay. Halloween month. Um, and then they made a remake a couple of years ago, which I thought uh, just. Swing and a miss. Haven't Swingin seen that either. Wasn't interested in the remake. No, the original is good enough. You can skip it. You'll, you'll be fine. So, okay. So I have a quiz for you. All right. Quiz. Bring it on. Okay. So obviously we know that this was adapted by Stephen King himself yep. from yep. one of yep. his novels. That's right. Right? That's correct. Okay. The book, the book that I've read three times now, I think. <laughs> so my quiz for you is okay. what is the first filmed screenplay that he adapted from one of his own novels. Carrie? 
It should be really easy because we're talking about it right now. This was before. Wait, no. How, how is this that was his before? first filmed screenplay that oh, he adapted? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 thinking of the move the the book itself. I, I didn't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, question. that he adapted okay. from his book. All right, got it, got it. I'm sorry. I I, yeah. I did not I did not follow directions on that quiz. I fail. <laughs> <laughs> I um, feel. And of course, we know he also has a cameo as the minister at the yes, funeral. Yes, I love that which part. Which is very cute. I love that. Um, but I want to talk before we get into the whole movie a little bit about the director because she's Mary super Lambert. cool. Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert. She's yes. so cool. So do you know who was originally set to direct? No, no, I don't. Okay. George A. Romero was the oh, original director. I think I did, maybe I did hear that. That would have been pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, but then filming was delayed and he had to drop out. And that's when Mary Lambert stepped in and he directed Monkey Shines instead. Yeah, I th- I've seen that a long time ago. I don't think I remember much about it, quite frankly. This, this was the much yeah. better. Um, the great thing, you know, maybe trivia also, the great thing about this movie is it's shot in Maine. It's 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 fabulous. They, they, yes, they, I mean, it's shot right near where he lives, which is part of why he was able yeah. to just be El, be a cameo. Ellsworth, Maine. Yeah. So so this is also so cool. that's what I love about it. Only her second um, movie. Yeah. I think her first one was something called Siesta. I I can't answer that. But she had done a bunch of music videos. That's kind of a, a natural progression for a lot of yeah, directors. including hello Madonna, Material Ooh. Girl, and Like a Prayer. Did she do both of those? No kidding. Yes, That's awesome. they're so good. Now I was so have, excited that now she I'm did have to those. Go watch those again just to to just kind of watch them again. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, I was when I saw that I was like, oh, and those are so good. Like she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and I love this too. She said that one of the things that like makes her love horror is the opportunity that you have in that genre to make up your own rules as a filmmaker. Her quote, she said, you can create a world that exists with its own set of rules. You can ignore physics, but the only thing you have to do is then adhere to those rules. Okay. So basically you can make up your own rules as long (laughs) as you (laughs) adhere to the rules that you made up. Yeah, but she was saying she loves it because you can kind of make up your own rules, which I thought was really cool. Hey, I love making up my own rules. And I kind of agree. (laughs) I think it's a good reason to love horror. That's okay with me, making up your own rules. Horror and sci-fi both, I think, and fantasy let you make up a lot of your own sort of rules for the world. And it's, it's kind of exciting and fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mary Lambert, and then she did. She then do. Um, she did the sequel too, right? You know, I'm not sure if she did the sequel or not. I think she did. We'll have to find out when we do the sequel. Wait, yeah, I should know that, but I don't remember. I think she did. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out when we do the sequel. I guess. Interesting. So, if George Romero had done it, though. But all right. Anyway. So many things to talk about in this movie. Yeah. What do you want to start with, Matt? What do I want to start with? Hmm. Am I am I queuing you up here or like how nope, am I just doing like it? what's your what's your what's your like big like oh I gotta talk about this. Oh, dude, I mean just you know what it is? It's 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 the idea. It's this mythological I that's not the right word. It's it's this fantasy idea that there is this place somewhere that is so spooky and so like powerful and haunted mm-hmm. that can actually do something like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so powerful um, that there's actually, you know, could, could there imagine being a place like that that exists? I think it's fascinating. And 
I know he said that the whole thing is like a ripoff of the monkey's paw, right? Because the mm-hmm. father, you know, you get all these chances to redo things, whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, like Maine is amazing. I want to live there at some point. It's beautiful. Yes. And she dragged the crew all over Maine. Yeah. Um, uh, particularly to get those, those like going from the little pet cemetery to the Micmac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it Micmac? Is that what yeah. they're called? Yeah, yeah the to Mi'kmaq the Micmac burial, burial ground. ground. Which was so a, those were like a bunch of different places in Maine that she dragged everybody to. As a blueberry, so they they built like the the burial ground on like an old blueberry farm, I think. Um, yeah, I think I, I know. It, um, it said it was, was on built on um, <laughs> Mount Desert Island in Mount Acadia Desert National Island. Park. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. So, so they did something in a blueberry field too. I, I can't remember where it was. So, um, I, so you can take the whole like tour. I mean, everything is in is in the state. It's all done there. It's a little further up north. I don't go usually more north than Portland, but if you do go further, you can go see all these places. He lives in Bangor. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's it, it's all up northeast part of of the state, not and too it's far north. Beautiful, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So it's just this, this yeah, it's just this, this this amazing idea. That there's just this, this is fantasy world almost where, mm-hmm. yeah, like you could never think of like that existing in a real world. Like this is totally just his imagination, and this was his most personal, um, his, his most personal story. He, you know, he said it's the only one of his stories that actually scares him. Yeah, yeah. They lived in a similar situation in, um, in Maine at the time, near a road that was busy. Not like this exactly, but mm-hmm. and his kids would get too close, and they I think they had a pet that ran off into the road. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of they it's did. taken. A lot of it's taken from real life. Um, I think theirs might have been a dog. Yeah, I, I think it might have been a dog. There are definitely some differences. I mean, of course, between a book and a movie, I get that. There, there's more um, different um, in in the book. Judd's wife is alive in, for most of the book. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she is she is already passed on in the movie. Um, Fred Gwynn, by the way, is like the star of the show, right? Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And apparently he was the only person they ever wanted for the role. Like oh, yeah. Mary he's, Lambert was just like, he's, he's my only choice. He's it. And he had black hair at the time. So he was dying it white dying, to play yeah. that role. His main accent, his down east, they call it accent, is it, it's oh, just he's perfect. So good, it's, it's so perfect. Uh, to get too close to that road, man, Wanda. <laughs> he is he, he's amazing, and it's just it's it's because I've met so many people that have made from speak like that, and it's so funny. And he just he's perfect, and he's this perfect old man that he know he knows everything. He knows every secret of this little town, you know. And mm-hmm. he knows what to do, and he knows he shouldn't be doing this thing with with Lewis, but he does it anyway. Um, the book, and and the the the, the, the so there's a great scene where they're talking about um, Little God's Swamp is the name of it, the swamp they go through to get to the uh, to get to the actual Micmac burial mm-hmm, ground, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's spooky, it's cool in the book, or sorry, in the movie, but the book, it's this terrifying place. It it really is where there's well, there's just like I think St. Elmo's fire and everything you could imagine that would be like a harbinger of doom and just so scary the place to go through the way they have to do it. They don't expand enough in the movie. I wish they'd give it more of that. And then I, I when Gage comes back, I mean he is the most evil, well, most like heinous creature that ever lived. I mean his, his foul so- mouth. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so so back to that forest that they're going through and all the creepy yeah. things in the book. Was there a Wendigo in the book? Because there was yeah. supposed to be a Wendigo in the movie. Yeah. They, they they talk about the and Wendigo in the book. And there are two spots where, like, yeah. 
were like, Lewis, there's something like large yeah. knocking down a tree and right. like there's a crash and a howl. Yeah, and there, it was about... in, it was written for the movie. Like, I think it was actually filmed, but they just they talk about it they in the just book, took it out. And they talk about the guy that turned him on to the place. Stanny, Stanny B, the rag man. And he talks mm-hmm, about the rag man who, who talks about how he was the one that showed it to Judd and, um, you know, Timmy Baderman, the, the, the father, the father that actually buries his son there and comes back. Um, and yeah. And when Gage comes back from the dead, he's this unholy, like monster, his, yeah. his foul and, mouth. Oh my God. It's, I, I, I wish oh, they yeah. put that in the movie, but you can't do that with like a three-year-old, two-year-old kid. You just can't do that. Right. Well, they were very careful about what they did with him. Like there was concern about him being like, the impressions that he might get but they were very careful they shot all the horror stuff separate like the disturbing stuff separate from him and then like they used a a dummy for a lot of the more intense stuff and they actually it's interesting because you know normally with a kid that age they would use twins Mm -hmm. right like his his older sister is ellie is twins twins. although one of them gets something yeah blaze and something else but blaze gets the more prominent like what a great name blaze like uh she gets the more prominent billing. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one is is Ellie too. Right, exactly. But, um, <laughs> but they didn't cast a twins for Gage because no. Mary Lambert was so impressed with Miko Hughes. Miko Hughes that is she awesome. was just like, nope, he's, and she like fought for him. Yeah. So it's just that one little kid. I, he, um, so of course, if you know him, he's um, Heather Langenkamp's son in um, uh, Freddy. Um, What's the is, is it the final nightmare the one where they're living inside the world of like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? He's in that. He was in Full yeah. House. Um, so here, here here's the coolest thing for me, right? So one of the Monster Manias I went two years ago, year ten years ago, a long time ago, had the whole cast come. I met um, <sighs> Lewis, the um, what's his name? What's the actor? I can't remember his name. Denise Crosby, the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Miko Hughes, Brad Greenquist that plays Pascal. And the dude that plays Zelda, the sister, a guy played that part. Yes. It's it's at least as an adult watching it, it's pretty obvious that that's a dude. Yeah. So, well, a lot of people, I think they, they always mention it because a lot of people I don't think know that. So, um, well, they apparently auditioned a bunch of younger, young girls, like, because she was supposed to be like 13. Yeah. And they auditioned a bunch of young girls, but they couldn't, she wasn't scary enough. They weren't right. scary enough. And so they cast um, Andrew Ubitset. Yeah, he's so I had everybody sign. So that sign. there'd be just something off about her, right? I had them all sign my. I had the poster with you know the one the one sheet that I, you know you'd see, and the best part of my poster is it says you know coming soon to video cassette, which is the greatest part of it, and it's signed by like five six people. It is one of the like treasured things that I own in like my collection. Like I I I I, I love this poster to death. It's so great, mm-hmm, and that was mm-hmm. so cool to meet them because yeah. I, I don't know. I just this story to me is just like amazing. I, I really have read the book, I think, three times now. And I really I mean, the movie, look, it is not the scariest thing you're ever going to see. It, it, there's some corny parts, there's some campy parts to it. But it's but it's really good. I think it's really spooky. But it's it's very. It's a very true struggle, I think, that people have right. This yeah. desire to have back the loved ones that we've lost, whether they're people or pets or guy, if I could bring my dogs back, I know I would, I would probably just do it no matter how bad it might turn out. It's, it's, it's interesting. Somebody asked me why I thought it was so cool once. And I think I I told them, I know this doesn't make sense, but I want to live near somewhere like that. And and, and when I say that, 
I don't want to be because I want to go like bury a person there. I want to be very clear about this, <laughs> but, but I, but I, but I want to like be near somewhere like mysterious like that somewhere that has like power mm-hmm. like that, because that's the whole thing is it's impossible to resist this power. Right. Right. Like, like that's what it's all about. Um, you know, how far would you go, you know, to do something like that? And, and, well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how possible it would be to resist the power if you didn't have Judd whispering in your ear that it was possible. And I'd be hanging out with Judd all the time. I mean, we just sit on his front porch and drink, you know, Budweiser's all night, right? Yeah. And that's, and that's something, um, Mary Lambert said that he was kind of supposed to be the like bad angel and Pascal was like the good angel. Yeah, exactly. So like he should be ignoring the, <laughs> the friendly old man. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. So I, I don't know for, for me, like it's, it's, you know, what reading that book so many times, that's where my story, but this, this movie is really good. It's pretty faithful. Again, you know, you got to take liberties. Mm-hmm. Not everything is perfect in it. Um, you know, like I said, shot it in Maine, really cool that Judd's house was this little house that they built this giant yes. facade and exterior on. And they mm-hmm. had to light that on fire with a bunch of asbestos and, building the pet cemetery yeah they um, had to we the house they had to like encase the real house yes they did so when they burned it wouldn't burn something the house. so that when they burned the facade yeah, yeah. it would only burn the facade and they that. apparently had to build sets for all the interior shots of the house because mm-hmm. the rooms were so tiny you couldn't get all the camera equipment in there yeah because when you know engage comes back you know everything has gone to hell and it's haywire and everything looks crazy yeah. um oh it, oh speaking of the house yeah you know that tree that's out front that Ellie swings on? Yep, yep. They dug that up from a field somewhere else where they, they had moved seen it, it and moved it to the front of the house so, because they wanted like a perfect house with a tree. I, they didn't think they had time for it to grow one, right? Of course. So I, I, I will mention something that you should, before I forget, you should see. There is a wonderful documentary called um, Unearthed and Untold The Path to Pet Cemetery. And it is a whole making of, I think it's like two hours or so, interviews with cast and crew footage from on the sets really wonderful stuff you know drawings of how they did all this stuff and exactly what you're talking about digging up footage of them dragging in this giant tree um building the <sighs> building the fake sets doing the explosions um showing how dale mid kiffy dance the dale got he, he, he caught a burn from one of the um explosions when they were doing it mm-hmm. they were showing uh, yeah so, yeah, for me, I, I love to watch stuff like that. So, the special features it was fantastic. It's kind of funny that they have all those special features behind the scenes stuff, but apparently they lost the like extra deleted scenes. Did they really? Yeah. Like, that's why people haven't seen them. They apparently just got lost somehow. Well, lo- yeah, I would definitely like to see some of that stuff. Oh I would gosh. love to see the Wendigo scenes. So what about the scene that gets everybody? This is one they always talk about. What about the um, Achilles tendon slice? That's the oh, one that gets, so bad. That's the one that gets everybody. Although I did get to do an Achilles tendon slice when I oh. was a bad guy in women's studies. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I know it's not real, but ooh, that's a tough one to look at, it's a tough ba- one to it, do. It, it makes me flinch every time. Like even seeing it coming, I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. So for, yeah, it's for those, happening. That, those that don't, yeah, that's when um, Gage comes back when he buries him and Judd's looking from under the bed mm-hmm. and he's crawling around and he's down on his hands and knees and Gage comes out and he has um, his dad's scalpel and he just cuts him right in his Achilles. Oh, man. And then he jumps up and cuts him across his mouth and then he just finishes him off. Oh, that's so bad. Um, that's, that's a so pretty bad. that's a pretty gnarly scene. Um, I'm trying to think of some other just great. Oh, so of course I love um, the Arinko trucks. Um, they drive Arinko trucks. Yeah, trucks drive up and down the road all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they drive those trucks. And of course, the, right before he kills um, the son, gets Gage gets run over. 
um, the truck driver's pulling out of the, the, the warehouse or whatever, and he's rocking out to Sheena is a punk rocker by the Ramones. Stephen King loves the Ramones, mm-hmm. right? Now, I love, I don't love. Well, so-, so do you know, do you know they wrote and performed the theme song at the <laughs> so end? So I was, I was going to say, I was going to get to that. Um, greatest song ever? No. Um, the video is pretty funny. It's actually like shot in a cemetery. It's pretty lame. Um, I don't want to be buried yeah, it's- in a pet cemetery i'm cool with the ramones i saw them open for white zombie one of the best (laughs) concerts the best concerts i ever went to was the ramones and white zombie that was pretty amazing i'm cool with the ramones they got some good songs china is a punk rocker is a great song yeah pet cemetery theme eh, not so great but but anyway but yeah he's rocking out to that when he's driving the truck before he uh runs them over in the road and he says, Lois, get the baby get the baby get the baby oh man and then you see him just like that like slow motion of him just like releasing his like oh man i i can't even that was that was shot well it, it was done well it was done tastefully you know they show his shoe rolling around they don't show a disgustingly mangled body but it's like oh yeah dude. like oh, how how do you how 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 do you move on from that and would that i mean they talk about the power of that place like that is something that you know if you're a two-year-old kid died you would basically lose your mind. You would maybe do something like that if you could. I I don't really know what to say because I don't know how how you recover from something like that. Yeah. Well, while we're while we're um on the mother, can I just Star Wars shout out Tasha Yar? Uh, Denise she Crosby. She plays Tasha Yar. Yep. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah, I I've not seen her in a lot of stuff. She was in uh oh god. I think Star Wars might have derailed her career a little bit. I don't. I've. It was Star Wars. Which which Star Wars? I mean, Wars Star Trek. I didn't mean to say Star Trek. Star Trek. I was going to say I don't remember her in a Sorry. Star Wars movie. Okay. I don't know why I said Star Wars. Oh, she's been in a bunch geek, of. She's, she's been in other stuff. She might have been in Walking Dead in episode maybe two. But yeah, I, I think she's great as the mom. I love her at the, the final scene when she comes back and she's all gross and he's playing cards waiting for. Her. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, and they kiss. Mm, yeah, gross. and then she just pulls up the knife. Yeah. So um, gross. Oh, and of course, you know, the, the little the story they don't touch on a lot is the housekeeper, Missy, right? Yeah, Missy's kind of just like randomly there. Like, and apparently in the book, she doesn't commit suicide. No, I forget how, what happens to her? I don't remember what happens to her. But she's got stomach cancer, I guess. Yeah, and she's, it, in bad she's shape. kind of like <laughs> and, and I a love weird got, throwaway. She's got the accent down too. Is, How's your stomach today? No, no better, no worse. <laughs> yeah, you're so good at that accent. But Judd, um, man, no I mean, better, had, no worse. No, no See, better, I can't no do it worse. like you can. Uh, no better, no worse. Hey, Doc, come on over here. I'll, I'll, I'll be on. Have, <laughs> have a beer. Have a beer. I'm gonna go over yonder and have a smoke. Each barrier's his own. Uh, it's that yeah. damn road. She, but yeah, he's 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 she's, amazing. Yeah, but Missy is I, she's kind of extraneous. And I wonder if there was more for her. I'm blanking on her from the book, and I feel bad about that now. I'm just totally blanking on it. What what is that actress's name, by the way? She's done a bunch of stuff. Missy, um, what is her name? Uh, Susan Blomert. What about seen her else in some other stuff? I can't I can't remember for sure though, but. Let's see. What have you seen her in? And then, of course, Church, the cat Church. They did some cool tricks. You have with the seen cat. her in the X Files. Hmm, I haven't, but okay. maybe. Oh, sad. John Wick, Chapter Three. No, I haven't seen that either. Anyway, I mean, I know I've seen. She's been. She's a character. She's been in plenty of movies, TV shows, and movies. She's definitely. Yeah, I think she's had small parts in a lot of things. Yeah, she has. So, yeah, Church is great. I mean, I love the cat. 
They used a couple cats, I think, right, for this. Uh, they used, like, seven cats yeah. or something. And some really cool trick they did, too. I don't know if you're right about this. To get the cat's eyes to go, they'd flip the glass inside the camera yep. to get to reflect the eyes. I never even And shine the like lights that. in. Isn't that amazing? And, of course, Yeah, well, Pascal, because their eyes are really reflective. They are. I just never would have thought to, like, do something. I just I never thought of that. And Pascal yeah, there is, were, is great. They were seven. Uh, apparently, they were British short hairs. Mm-hmm. And they were each trained to do a different specific they action. Each, yeah, one was like the one that would go chase you, or the one that would climb the tree, or the one, yeah, right, the one that would mm-hmm. cuddle with you, or something like that, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Church, Winston Churchill, um, and Pascal. We love Pascal, right? Because he's like this dead guy, but he's oh, awesome Pascal's because great. But he's he's great because well, okay. he he because he knew the doc because Lewis was trying to help him, so he's like, I'm going to help you. So let's talk about the that. The barrier because... was not meant to be crossed. <laughs> not meant to be crossed. But Lewis! Ellie has these Ellie has these dreams, right? Yeah. Which are not made much of in the movie, but apparently it's I made more of in the Pax in the novel Cal. that she's psychic. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if if Lewis has some of the shining too, and that's why he's able to see Pascal. So some of those books intertwine, like some I of these think, stories in Maine talk he about. He uses like, the shining a lot. They, 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 some of these stories intertwine. Like some of these are set in Castle Rock, so it's a couple of stories of Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Some will reference like, uh, you know, what happened to the Camper family in Cujo over in this city, or they'll reference like Pet Cemetery and things like that. Um, there like is a there is a sign for the dog, um, the rabies sign in the hospital when they take uh, Pascal in. There's a there Cujo a picture yep. of Cujo. He's he's pretty beat up too, man. His head is pretty gnarly, isn't it? He's pretty gross. Ooh, it's gross. Yeah, that's some pretty good makeup they did, and those those are some pretty interesting uh, running shorts he's got there too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he I, I love that he he keeps showing up. I think he's kind of spooky enough. Um, his, his father in law, of course, you know what a what a guy, huh? I mean, my goodness, oh, wow, oh, such a dick at that funeral. Could you imagine that? Oh my lord. Well, and her parents are <laughs> you killer of children. It's like whoa, dude. You need to chill yeah, out. I mean, Rachel's parents are kind of dicks the whole way through because if you go to like her flashbacks where she's like left home alone with her with dying her sister, sister. Yeah, like what does she have spina bifida or something? Uh, spinal meningitis. Spinal meningitis. Okay. So she's like all, pardon my French, fucked up. Never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. Never get out of bed again. <laughs> that's but like, when, when she turns around and like scary. chases her, that was scary. But like, even if she didn't do any of that, even if she just laid there and was sick, she's dying of a horrible that disease. That is a scary it's, position it's to put a little kid in. It's, I mean, how could you possibly leave your kid? That's how could you do that? It's terrible. That? Oh man! And then so, there's that that creepy painting with like the, the, little, the little sister do- child as a toddler. Yeah. So apparently, apparently that is supposed to be the sister as a toddler. Oh, that picture. Okay. Zelda. It's supposed to be Zelda, Zelda the sister yeah. as the toddler. And oh, so that man. when, so that when Gage comes back and he's wearing that outfit and he's he has the little outfit. cane, yep. it's yep. supposed to be playing on Rachel's fear that her uh-huh. sister will come back and get her. And that's what she, yeah. I mean, she's afraid of death like the whole time. She never wants to talk about it. She's terrified of it, obviously. She mm-hmm. hates the pet cemetery. You know, she's yeah. very angry that they went there. Um, yeah, that, that death is yeah. not, I mean, look, something like that happens to you. I, I think I can understand how you would obviously, it's very traumatic. That's, that's, you yeah. know, yeah. that's what the whole, the whole thing is about. It's, um, yeah, I mean, but it makes for some, and they, there's definitely some good scares. Um, you know, I think they play it well. I mean, that, that's a very tough thing to do. You know, how do you, 
kill off like a little, you know, a two-year-old kid, like a character like that. And how do you make it seem serious? How do you keep making it? That's a very serious subject matter, right? That's not just some, some random, you know, adult male being killed or something. It's, it's a baby. Yeah. It's, it's a very hard. Well, I think, I mean, it, it has to be the kid, right? Because they have to be so driven to bring him back. Right. Like it right. has to be it, it almost couldn't be anything but your your own child to drive that like desperation. Right. To bring them back from the dead. Right. And then um, I mean, he does it with his wife, too. But by then he's, he's sort of crazy. He's, he's, he's crossed his, the barrier. Well, he's lost his mind at that point. Um, yeah. At that point, he's he's losing it. I like how they really describe it well, too, in the book, how he how he digs him up. I mean, they really talk about how he gets into the cemetery and what he brings and how he does it. Um, yeah, they go into detail about, you know, again, the one thing I just wanted more was I really wanted more description of that walk from the pet cemetery to the burial ground. I wish they had just gone deeper into that, but yeah. it works. Um, it's fine. It's definitely spooky. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I was pumped for that remake too. I really was because I really wanted to see what they could do with it. And it wasn't awful for, I don't know, I'm rambling about that, but, um, at the end it just, it fell apart for me i don't know it got it got kind of weird it the, the remake i'm saying sorry okay yeah i haven't seen the remake so so i don't know no i'm just I, rambling I about avoided it. the remake i was like i don't really oh, need went, a second movie of this i, I went to see the like, theater i don't I, need the I, same I really, thing i went again. to see it theater i really wanted to see it and I liked a lot of it. And at the end, I was just like, eh, I don't know if I feel about this. So well, what did they do at the end that was different? It was just we it, it, it got kind of corny. It got it got stupid. It kind of was almost making fun of itself in a way. I, I, I don't mm. want to I mean, I don't want to sit here and ruin that movie because somebody might want to watch it. Go watch it. Right. It, 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 it kind of got carried away at the end. They, they yeah. used they used the whole idea of the film and kind of made fun of it in, in a way. Okay. So. And then I like, you know, the whole burial ground thing, you know, the, the big thing in the 80s is movies with these, you know, Indian burial grounds and, yeah, well, that, you know, the, the the trope of that and how, um, I don't know, it was used often and what it actually means and things like that. But I don't know, man. Um, you know, I, I just, there's a lot of great lines in that movie. You know, the, the ground is sour and all the ground is sour. There's just so um, many. What is it? Um, a man's heart is oh, I can... different than a woman's stonia. <laughs> no, he says, okay, this man's hot, Lewis. Stonia. Stonia. <laughs> Stonia. He says, um, man grows what he can and tends to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Judd is, is, is so great. And you're almost kind of sad. He has some great lines. You're almost kind of sad when he dies at the end, really, because you're like, oh, no, we love Judd. He can't die. So. No, Judd is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sad when Judd dies. But um, I think that. This, I don't know. There, there are throngs and throngs of fans that I, I just think really love this movie. Um, oh yeah, it's a great one. It is. You know, it's it's not overly scary. It doesn't have like jumps and stuff. But I think just, I think yeah, I think subject matter of it is just what's kind of just so interesting. Because yeah, yeah, what do you do with that book? Because reading it's one thing, you know, and trying to imagine like, oh man, how would you make this? Yeah, you know, wow. Because yeah, like Stephen King, he didn't want to, he didn't want to mess with it. Like he, it, it freaked him out. He didn't want to. You know, he he thought he couldn't write it. He didn't think he could publish it. He thought, yeah. Well, he uh, he put it away, and then his wife was like, "No, no, yeah. no, 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 this is really good. You got to publish this. Yeah, you got to do it." But he's like, "It's yeah. personal for me. I, I don't think I can do this." So, um, 
the the uh, you were talking about Judd dying. Uh, I have another little tidbit about that, which is that when Lewis discovers his body, um, the shot is really brief that you when you see Judd's body, right? Which is because instead of using the actor, they used a sculpture of Fred Gwynn's head. Oh, did they? Okay. And if I were Fred Gwynn, I would want to keep that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I would definitely want to keep that. It would be weird I as hell. I would be like, but can I please have it after the movie's I over? I need this mold I would of like my to head. have this. Yeah. It would be weird, but it would definitely be cool to keep. Okay, um, so you got do you know... Go ahead. Yeah. Do you know what is special about the opening credits, the children's voices who recite the little epitaphs for their pets? Uh, no, no. Oh, when they're like... Uh, here, here lays such and such a great dog for 20 years or whatever yeah, like that. Do you know the stuff. trivia for that? Um, was it one of Stephen King's kids or something? I, no, I don't know. So one of the voices is Jonathan Brandis, who oh starred in oh. It as the young Bill Denbrock. Yes. Well, that's a sad story about Jonathan Brandis, unfortunately. But because, um, yeah, he well, we, we don't we won't get into that. But um, OK, interesting. We can All get right. into it. What What happened to him? I don't know. Oh, he he killed himself. Oh, when, that's really when unfortunate. He, when he was like thirty or something, I don't even. I don't oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't even think he was thirty. Yeah, he was in it. He was in that uh, NBC show, that fantasy show. He was huge. He was like a teen mm-hmm. heartthrob. And I think I don't think you know if he had drug problems, but he had some really big depression, and he ended up killing himself. Poor yeah. thing. Um, okay, I did not know that though. That's so yeah, he was one of the voices there. Okay, cool. Which I'm guessing was before he started getting big. Well, 1989. I don't know and how old he would have been. It was 1990, so he was probably he probably wasn't even 15 years old. I don't think. Yeah. At the time, yeah, he wasn't a little kid, but he wasn't. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there you go. There's that. And, um, um, when you watch that documentary, you get to meet the woman who um, where the pet think was on her property, and so she takes you back <sighs> there. And now it's just it's just a bunch of green space. There's nothing left of it. You you would have no idea where it is anymore. That's but so cool. It's pretty cool though. Yeah. Oh, they also. Oh God, this was another funny one that I wanted to share though. So, the scene when Pascal um, comes in and and like shows up while uh, while Lewis is asleep and he's like, "Don't make don't make me tell you twice." Um, that scene. They had to film it twice because originally they had um, they had Lewis sleeping shirtless and they thought it was like too sexy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they had to, they refilmed it with him in pajamas. Uh, you know what, though? Isn't that scene great when he wakes up and he's in his feet are all muddy, though? Yes, I yeah. love that. It's yeah. so good. It's such an great. easy like trick. No, no. It's such an easy thing to do to like show that something like supernatural has happened. Right. Takes no takes no in camera tricks. It takes no, you know, no CGI, nothing. It's just so easy and so good. And it says so much. I love it. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a great part, great scene. And then uh, later later when he gets near the end, when he gets out of bed and he wakes up the day after he buries Gage. Oh man, when he rolls over on the bed and he hits his head on the table. Oh, dude. Yes, he I thought goes that... like a hundred miles an hour into that dude. You would not just get back up after that. Was oh it just me God. or was that maybe an accident? I felt like maybe that dude. was an accident that he did that in the shot and they just kept it because if he really did if that, if they were doing that oh. on purpose, he would have had like a gash in his head. Well, I know, or at least a big bump. Yes, yes, you would have been you would have been jacked up from that. I I, I don't know, but yeah, that looked that was Ugh. one of them. That was painful as, as all get out, I guess. But oh man, 
Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, gosh. I lost my train of thought. Now I had a great. Well, I'll give you a little another thing yeah, that ahead. they that they changed. So in the original cut of the film, the Paramount executives thought, one, they thought it was too long, right? So they removed that excess footage, really? which we don't know where it is now. Yeah, okay. But they also decided the closing scene was not, like, hardcore enough. Okay. So they reshot it to make it more graphic. Okay, yes. I, I have. Okay, so the way the movie ends is not at all like the book ends. They're mm-hmm. completely different. They're completely different. I actually like the end, the book ending better. Um, I would prefer the book do. I prefer the movie would have done that. Um, yeah, they didn't do that in either this one or the remake. And I won't say it because I won't ruin books. I'll ruin movies for you, but I won't ruin books. Go ahead and read it. I, I like the book ending. Yeah. Better. So they the executives goried it up a bit. No, I'm fine with that because the ending the ending is good. I like it. I do like it. Yeah, she's all gnarly and gross and <laughs> oh man, that's a great ending. I love oh, it. Oh oh oh, one more thing. <laughs> Yes. Do you know who was the first choice for the role of Lewis? Well, I didn't know who Dale Midkiff was, and he really hasn't done a lot since I don't think I, quite frankly. Um, but no, I, I have no idea. Bruce freaking Campbell. I, okay. I, I think that would have been good. I think that could have been, that could have been, a. I don't know. It would have added, I feel like a little bit more of a dark comedy? humor element yeah, to it bruce campbell's when well, this is definitely not any sort of comedy so Mm-mm. that may that would not have worked but um that would have been interesting it would have been a different movie okay. but i think it still would have been a good movie okay yeah all right um what is your favorite scene in this movie Ooh, ooh. it's our new feature <laughs> what is your favorite scene Oh my gosh, there's so many good ones though. Okay, you know, okay, you know what I love in this movie? What mm. it kind of makes me giggle. <laughs> the cat eating the pork chop. <laughs> oh, the steak when he feeds him. <laughs> when, when he, he throws him the pork chop, which Play apparently dead. was really hard to do, but I love Play that dead. moment. Be dead. <laughs> yeah, I love that moment. But I like I like the honestly, I like the I don't know, the sister stuff creeps me out. Yeah, that stuff is pretty spooky, isn't it? <laughs> I like the sister stuff. It creeps me out. I was thinking, you know, in the movie, it's, you know, the the cat and the Timmy Baderman, the guy that buries his son and then Gage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the book, somebody buries a bull up there in the burial ground. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So what's your favorite scene? Um, I think. What is my favorite? I mean, I you asked it, me, you have to expect to be yeah, asked. I guess it has, <laughs> I, yeah, no, no, I'm just I'm thinking. I guess it has to be when they first get to the burial ground and you see the overhead shot of it. Oh, and it's like yeah, nighttime, that's really good, too. And it's, the sun is just setting and it's cold and Judd's just sitting there lighting his cigarette. And it's just like this really spooky like time of day. And you're just like, you bury your own. Each buries his own. I'm gonna go it, each buries his own. <laughs> I'm going to go yonder to have a smoke. Um, and he's just sitting and there hanging out. And I love, too, in the... The when sun he's setting, talking. it's like winter. It's like this yeah, very yeah, yeah. spooky time. I, I love like when he's lot. talking to Lewis later, though, and he's like, and he's like, oh, how's your cat? And he's like, no, it's my daughter's cat. And he's like, no, nope. your cat now. No, nope. your cat now. <laughs> your cat. Yeah. You're so good at the voice. Uh, I love it. Your cat now. It does. Yep. And then. <laughs> And when, he, when he's, you know, when they're after the funeral and he's so sad and he slams, slams him, I may have murdered your son. And he's like, I think it's my fault. And then he 
tells him, you know, of course, about how, you know, we buried her, you know, buried a person up there. And mm-hmm. oh, man, that was a pretty wild scene, too, of course. I like that, too. Yeah, but there's yeah, a lot first, of good scenes in this. When they first show the cemetery or the the burial ground, I think that's that's one of the that's one of the cooler scenes, I think, in the whole movie. Yeah, that is actually that whole journey to the burial ground and then yep. the burial ground itself. I might change yep. my yep. mind. That might be my favorite scene, too. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> I it's might excellent. steal that one from you. I mean, that's to, a to, really visually. That's a really oh, strong scene. They built like, that sequence. Set. So I'm going to make the trip up. I'm going to, you know, like I said, go a little further north next time when I go to because you can see the house and everything's there. I, I, I want to say the burial ground is still there. I don't know for sure. So I will try. I, to, I I'll find it. I'll go check it Take out. I will pictures. Let you, oh, yeah. You, there will be photos. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to go do this yet, but it, but hopefully sooner rather than later. Um. Yeah. This is just a really cool movie. Um. I think it's spooky. Again, I just. I I love the idea. Um. Of you know, the 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 power that you can yeah. be able to, you know, bring anything back. It's the, um, but it's, it's the power like, and it's the curse. Well, I, I was, it's, it's the draw of it. It's the, the temptation to use that power. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, Even though it's, you know, a it's dark power. It's not good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, that's, and that's, on that note, that's pretty much you know it's it's one of those things. It's moral of the story. Dead it's so is inter- better. It's so interesting, like in you know, because my mind is always is just working in you know it's it's always thinking of one of these movies or something spooky, um, and you know this was like the worst time for it to cross my mind was because um, because you because you know this not everyone know I had a very personal loss uh, uh, lately, and 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 that just came. It's, it's horrible to say that, but this that story came to my mind, you know, it, yeah. it just did, but you know, it's, it's, but, it's, but it's nothing more than, you know, wow, this happened. And, you know, you would never think to actually do this, but then you wonder what if this place was real, right? You're right. Would I, would, would I you, be would that you actually, to do it? Would you do this? And yeah, like you said, if you know, you had a, a, a child that died, oh my God, what, yeah. What do you do? I'm telling you, I think I might be tempted for my dogs. I'm telling you, man. Like I, it's like crazy. I really to think might, about it. and it makes you want that, that. That's the interesting thing about it too is making you think about, you know, yeah, you're left with thinking, what would I do? I would what do would my do? research though and find a burial ground that had ground that had not gone sour. Uh, good luck. But um, yeah. I would have to like do some research and be like, there's got to be one out there. I would probably become like totally obsessed with the research and never end up doing think, it because I, I would never def- find the one that no, was like I think that clean kind of enough it. to I think use. That kind of defeats it. I think part of them coming back is the evil portion of it. that's kind of but why it's it because went sour. the ground went sour. He says it's because the ground right. went sour. But I don't think you. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's probably something you want to mess with overall. So probably not. <laughs> I don't think you want to play around. I mean, I think that's the whole point of the movie. I know what you're thinking, Lewis. Man thinking thoughts. Best not best not said out loud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So up next, Pet Cemetery 2 in our Halloween celebration. (laughs) Woo. And you haven't seen it, you said? I have not seen two. Okay. So I'm excited to see Pet Cemetery 2. I I it's not great, but I enjoy watching it every time I've seen it for some reason. So yeah, I'm very excited to see it. So we're doing Pet Cemetery 2 next. So 
Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss that next episode and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or I don't know, wherever the hell you're listening. Whatever, so more people you know. can find us wherever it is. And send us your movie suggestions and your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Scary Movie Project. Peace out. Sometimes dead is better. The Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.